it's time for local calls. Get ready, Milwaukee. You're here with Mark the Wolf and and you, John the Cougar. Mark and John are back in the saddle. No, it's it. it you and me. It's the wolf Mark. and the cougar. What you do in your free time is of none of my concern. It's your favorite number one local music-based comedy cast from southeastern Wisconsin. It's Local Chords with Mark and John. Hey, we're Random, and you're listening to Local Chords. Today on Local Chords, it's podcast number 43. Time to drop everything and get ready to have a good time and talk music. John is off today, so it's just me. But don't worry, I've got the goods. I'll talk with a few of the guys from the power pop punk band Man Random. Add a few more links to your wallet chain, schedule that tattoo appointment, and grab a new shade of eyeliner, because we're getting ready to rock. Only on... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Local Chords. Wednesday, March 23rd, 2022. Thank you for downloading and subscribing. We are your only number one local music-based comedy cast from southeastern Wisconsin, where we bring you a premier podcast show each and every Wednesday morning. Hey, all you Cordies out there, thanks for tuning in. I am Mark the Wolf Hubing, coming to you live from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm just on the southwest outskirts of the city and ready to bring you premier podcasting, as always. Um, I'm sitting here. I'm wearing a Michael Jordan black t-shirt. I got red pants on, and I'm ready to roll. So let's say hi to me for a second. Oh, hi, Mark. Hi. Hi, guys. How you doing? All right. Let's just sit back for a little bit and kick it before we get to the meat of today's podcast, which is talking with a couple of the dudes from... Man Random from Milwaukee, power pop punk band. So last week was St. Patrick's Day. Did you guys enjoy your St. Patrick's Day? Did you honor St. Patrick? And if so, how did you? I don't really know the St. Patrick Day origin, but drinking a green beer here and there is just fine. All right, uh, March Madness is going on for anybody that was watching uh, the Bucks lose. I'm sorry that happened to you. Um, I don't know quite much else about March Madness. When I was younger, like in the mid-90s, it was all UConn and UMass and YooHoo and YouTube and stuff, but I don't know who the main teams are right now. Uh, so this, this weekend on Sunday afternoon, I went to Waukesha. For those of you who do not know where Waukesha is, it is about a half hour west of downtown Milwaukee, eh, 20 minutes, half hour, something like that. Uh, apparently Waukesha is, I think, home of Les Paul Guitars. I don't know if the first one was designed there or built there or conceptualized there or whatever, but uh, Waukesha, I believe, is nick- n- nicknamed Guitar Town. 
and it was pretty cool. I must admit, I've never really gone to Waukesha to kind of explore and kick it and look and see what's going on. The downtown was awesome. Uh, there's lots of shops, like vintage shops, stores, restaurants, bars, music venues, cafes. Um, there's a river that runs kind of through or around Waukesha. For those of you from Waukesha, sorry, I might be butchering uh, where the river is or how many rivers there are. I think there's one, and it just kind of looks like it winds all in and around and through the city. But there are some really cool walkways and just cool places to sit and chill and explore and be. I, I walked up and down Main Street and saw a bunch of the music venues that I see listed uh, for, for live music all the time. But now I actually got to put a, a store face to the name and have a peek at, at, uh, at what's going on. So it was really cool. Waukesha, the downtown is cool. Um, I want to bring this up. Items people need to stop reposting in the Craigslist free section. You guys know what I'm talking about, all you all you hippies and vintage peeps out there scrolling the free section on Facebook. All right, here's what needs to, to for people to stop reposting. There's one person who is reposting his and his Valentine's Day cards, and this person has been reposting them for about four months, okay? It, it's time to let it go, all right? It's a sweet sentiment. Yes, you want to be able to, you know, have, um, you know, a, a gay male couple enjoy these Valentine's Day cards, but it's been four months. It's time to let them go. Also, tires, uh, if anyone knows who's taking tires, you let me know. I, I would assume farmers, but... Uh, <laughs> I worked for a farmer once and they don't have time. They don't have time to hardly see their kids, let alone scroll Facebook or uh, Craigslist free section, I'd imagine. Maybe they do. I don't know. But yeah. Okay. So stop reposting those people. Okay. Uh, update from last week's podcast on the phone store, taking appointments and how long it takes to stand in the phone store to get seen and to get helped by a customer service rep. Newsflash, the phone store does take appointments. Yeah, yeah, they do. I asked them. I asked the rep because I had to go in there again, uh, hopefully for the last time in a, for hopefully for the last time in a while. Um, I said, hey, do you guys take appointments? And he's like, yeah. And I was, I was taken aback. I was a gasp. I was dumbfounded. So if you have to go to the phone store, call and make an appointment so you don't have to stand there like a, like a Lukey Lou or a Hoosie Wutsy or a Nair Dweller looking like a fool sitting on one of those foam hexagon things in the middle of the store, just kind of like, okay, could be five minutes, could be five hours. Um, did you guys see that? basketball uh little video from from the weekend of uh, it was from march madness the basketball got caught uh at, behind the backboard up up between the the stabilizers of the backboard and they had to uh raise a cheerleader up there to grab it and the announcers were announcing that bite or, or they were announcing what was going on as if it was actual like basketball action <laughs> They're, they're like, she's got it. That's a great play. <laughs> it's kind of corny, but it, it really uh, got me going. 
Okay, what else? Um, you guys know the, uh, okay, there's a coffee shop slash like garden nursery in, uh, oh, where is it? West, it's got to be West Dallas in Milwaukee. Uh, it's called Blue Mel's. Blue Mel's, B-L-U-E-M-E-L-S. Uh, they are going to be opening a bar. I just heard that recently. Yeah, Blue Mel's is going to be open a bar, opening a bar, opening a bar. <laughs> so there you go. I don't know what else you guys got going on, but um, I had to check my fuse box in my car today. I got her a little sidetracked with time. So um, I don't have a ton prepped for this right now, but I just figured it. I, I figured it. I figured it. I'd kick it off. So, oh, without further ado, here we go. Sports in one minute. Hua. Now it's time to stop everything for the only teams that matter. Teams in Wisconsin, Packers, Badgers, Bucks, and Brewers. Packers, on Tuesday, former Seahawks and Chiefs defensive tackle Jerron Reed announced on social media that he was joining Green Bay. He even changed his profile picture on Twitter to a selfie wearing a Packers hat. Badgers basketball. Johnny Davis, the Big Ten Player of the Year, led Wisconsin with 17 points, but the Badgers shot a season low, 29% from the field, and turned it over a season high 17 times. The Bucks. The NBA has fined Minnesota Timberwolves guard Patrick Beverly 20 grand and Minnesota Bucks guard George Hill 15 grand for their roles in an on-court altercation during a matchup between the teams over the weekend. Brewers. It took a little too long for the offense of the Milwaukee Brewers to get going, and as a result, they came up just short against the Chicago White Sox on Tuesday in a 4-3 loss. All right, not so great for Wisconsin sports this time around, but hang in there. Coming up next, we talk with the power punk rockers themselves. Man Random. tree walking sticks. Boy, am I sure glad you're listening. What we have for you today is the biggest special we've ever offered. We are offering 95% off. Yes, I said 95% off on your very own customized tree walking stick for babies and the elderly. They come in brown, tan, dark brown, light brown, some with a touch of green and a medium brown. Here are some real reviews from real people, not actors. Mine's just for him. And mine's just for her. And I'm a baby. That's right, folks. Come on out and get your two-month-old the very own customized tree walking stick. All those other babies are going to be so jealous. See y'all then. Today's interview on Local Chords is brought to you by Juniper Real, handmade ceramics and goods from Ozaukee County. All products are food safe, dishwasher safe, and wheel thrown. These are high fire ceramics for pets and people. Available at Bonsai Pet, The Arts Mill, and AM Coffee in Ozaukee County. Follow them on Instagram or Facebook. Special orders are welcome. Just email juniperreal at gmail.com. Or check out their website at juniperreal.com.
From Milwaukee, Wisconsin comes an unashamed power pop group with big guitars and bigger emotion. That group is called Man Random, and they are into the late evening of celebrating their debut album, which was released in September of last year. Some dissonant chord progressions and straightforward emotive vocals are the bedrock of this high-energy rock quartet, and their album called Present Tense is full of just that. Let's check out a song from that album called Full Blown Existential Crisis. There's too much misdirection Without further ado, please welcome to the program, Man Random! Hello! How's it going? Hey! Alright, so who do we got here? We got Steven and Nat today from Man Random. Steven Baird is the guitarist and vocalist, correct Steven? That's me, yep. Alright, and Nat is Nat Otto is the drummer. Is that right, Nat? Okay, excellent. Well, hey guys, thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. I reached out to you a little late, but I'm glad you are uh, free and available. This is great. Um, so you thanks just, for yeah, you're welcome. Absolutely. So you released this this debut album. Was there ten songs on there? You released this September last year, correct? Yes, it has twelve tracks. Uh, yeah, we released it last year, September. Um. <laughs> We uh, we played like like two shows after it came out, and then Omicron happened, and it kind of put the brakes on things. So we haven't really been able to hype it up as much as I would I would like. So, uh, um, but yeah, no, um, it's pretty exciting. Um, we feel pretty proud of this record, and uh, we're really excited that we're able to to get this out there, and, and hopefully people give it a chance. Yeah. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you should feel proud. It sounds excellent. So it's you you guys said that you self-produced this uh on your own. So how involved was that self-production as far as like conceptualizing or recording, mixing, mastering? What did you have your hands in? Uh I got to give a lot of credit to Nat here. Uh they're the ones that uh really did a lot of the work as far as the engineering, recording. They mixed the whole thing. They 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 uh, did a lot of the technical work, uh, so, but uh, I don't know. You want to talk about what what you're working with and your your process? Yeah. So uh, the the process behind this record was um, like we just kind of wrote it all as a band. Like a few of us kind of had ideas that we brought to the table. I think I have some songs that are mostly me, but I'm not one to take credit for things really. Um, but yeah, we uh, we finished writing the record basically and then COVID happened <laughs> and then we kind of stopped everything for like six months or whatever and then, right. then we got back into it started recording it uh recorded all the drums uh myself with uh with like no external engineer just like had my computer next to me uh knocked out all the drums in like four days or something like that and then from there is just Spent a few months just one one musician at a time coming in and doing their takes and it took a few months of work I would say yeah 
part of that was like availability and also just trying to be as safe as possible yeah. because that especially then but still now we don't really know what we're dealing with really yeah, yeah. when we when we recorded the vocals like uh i was on a completely different side of like the we recorded it in an apartment and i was like in a room in a bedroom and nat was like in the dining room in a completely separate area that everything was like rigged up but like that we were trying to like keep safe distance as best as we could yeah right especially early on it was like wow we don't really know what this disease is it, can it stick to your shoe uh you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah whoa so wow okay so you banged out the drums by yourself in a couple days you're doing vocals in the apartment there that is so awesome i think that's great and yeah it's it was like you have to pick and choose your times during that like okay can we get four hours in here well, i think we have enough safe space here so was i assume that was difficult to kind of wait through that to to have this full album written and then having to wait till the till uh covid subsided a little bit hey in some ways it was a little bit of a blessing because uh um, I mean, nothing about COVID was a blessing, but, <laughs> but, uh, like we had most of the album at least, or like probably a good two thirds of the album written in 2019. And we were like about to start production in the beginning of 2020. Um, and then everything happened. Um, but I think that gave us time to kind of collect ourselves and do some, some recording and, and creating on our own and coming together and, um, like the, I would say the final third, maybe a little more than that, really came together from from us kind of having that time to to work on it in, in that, that free time. Yeah. So what did that involve? Was it more like, OK, I think we can layer some guitars here or I'd like to rewrite my bass part here. Or how how did that give you kind of like an extra bit of time to do what you wanted? Um, I, I would say, like, again, most of the most of the stuff was like pretty fleshed out. But um, having a little extra time, it's like, you know, oh, let's change the chord progression here, or oh, I just came up with a cool melody idea, or um, I would say the lyrics definitely <laughs> evolved a little bit. Uh, most of the lyrical ideas and concepts were written in 2019. Um, and <laughs> let me just say, the entirety of Everything Gets Worse, the first track on the album, was written before everything got worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the opening track of this album is called Everything Gets Worse and everything has gotten worse and worse in the world since we wrote it. So it's like, oops, I, I didn't mean to be that right. <laughs> <laughs> right. What, what, were there any other hurdles that came up during that time or was COVID the main one or were there any other like unforeseen, you know, happenstances that came up during the uh, creation of this? Uh, it wasn't necessarily during the creation of it, but during tracking, um, I was uh, recording the record at my dad's apartment in Bayview, and then he moved uh, shortly after <laughs> yeah. we finished, and then I had to build a studio. Oh. Yeah, there, there was definitely <laughs> a little bit of a deadline there in that Yeah. Like, <laughs> at a certain point, where the space we were recording in just wasn't going to be available. Yeah, all of a sudden that's just gone. Did you guys give yourselves a hard set deadline for finishing the album? Um, we had kind of a loose deadline. We knew we wanted to get it out. Uh, we wanted to get it out 
by the end of 2020 and we wanted to get it out before the like end of the year like everyone's reflecting and, and not really focusing on new stuff when everyone starts to put their best of the year list together we wanted to get it out before you know the, the 2021 and the end of the year wrap up so um uh yeah so that was kind of our, our goal is just to to get it out and get it finished and ready and with enough time before the end of the year so we hoped it wouldn't go buried yeah it, it did work out that the album came out one year and seven days after i had started recording drums yeah which is kind of cool why why is that what what do you mean why is what do you mean like i i uh, I, I had started recording the drums on september 17 17th 2020 and the album came out on september 24th oh so like almost almost a year to the day right Almost, yeah, yeah. It, took, it took just over a year from the first recording session to when it was released. Hey, that's pretty awesome. I mean, with, you know, going through COVID and making it, th- making your album during that, that, that ain't bad, right? That's not too bad. Yeah. I, I, f- I feel proud of what we accomplished. Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So did you learn anything during the process of making this album? You guys have some singles available. You have an EP. There's a there's a B-Sides, a 14-track album, uh, all this on Bandcamp, I believe. But as far as this being your debut full-length album, did you learn anything during the process of creating this? Or was it exactly like you thought it would be? Or were you, were you taken aback by anything? I would say from like a creative perspective, like... You know, it's the first time I've ever been in a project where I actually got to make a full-length album. And, you know, that's an idea that I, I always had in my head of, like, oh, it's going to be this this, yeah, this vision of it's going to be perfect. All the songs are going to fit into place. Then it's going to be all these magnum opuses. And, like, the reality of it is it's, like, things just kind of happen and fall into place. And you kind of have to let it happen. Um, I think perfectionism and make trying to make everything, like, as, like, ambition is good, but I... I, I and I think given the circumstances we had, we kind of had to roll with it. And uh, I, I think kind of embracing the sort of um, the, the flow, I guess, of, of stuff and, and not trying to overextend what you're capable of, I guess. Sure. Um, I feel you. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I feel like I, it, it isn't like what I thought it would be, but I think it's a really good thing because it's, it's, it's what it had to be. It's what it needed to be. Um, it, and that, that change in evolution came with collaboration and everyone's input. And I, I, I don't know. It, I'm, I'm really happy with how it turned out. Yeah. And I know for me, too, um, like, this is my first band that's ever actually done anything, really. Like, I've <laughs> like some, like like throwaway projects over the last couple of years or uh, leading up to my joining this band. Um, but I, if, if you're, if you want to start a band, I would recommend join a pre-existing band <laughs> because then you're just kind of thrown to the wolves in a way. Sure. <laughs> um, and like being in this band has been like a really uh like rewarding and satisfying process like being able to collaborate with with steve and uh our bassist ben guitarist matt um shout out to ben and matt by the way they're 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 they couldn't be here but uh um 
they're 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 members of the team, and I uh, their input is very important to this record too. Yeah, and this band. Yeah, but like like collaborating with you guys is really like like almost taught me how to be a better human in a way. Like and just like like if an idea that I have is like not the right fit, like learning to let go of that and just listening to everyone's input, taking everything into consideration to make the best thing that we can. I, I, I had a lot of in my a lot of musical projects fail because I used to be like a total control freak and it was like it had to be this way, it had to be this rigid way and like I I, I trust the band enough, I trust this group of musicians enough to to let other people give their input and and again letting go of my preconceived idea of perfection has really just kind of loosened me up and loosened this band up into a really good collaboration i think yeah and on the topic of team um i want to give a shout out to eric atwell uh he's the drummer of telethon he masters pretty much everything that we put out yeah and he does a fucking fantastic job can i swear on this podcast yeah do what you gotta do bro all right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah he does it he he knocks everything he touches out of the park um he masters out of still wave studios and okay uh, what was his name again eric atwell e-r-i-k-a-t-w-e-l-l okay cool awesome yeah wow it sounds yeah it sounds like um you know with that letting go of the control to be open to the input of the people that you are trusting in collaboration with uh that is you know that's a mature place to to get to was there anything that was difficult to let go of that perhaps your vision of what you had for the song or was it easy to let go because of what your bandmates brought to the table that's a really good question. That is a good question. Sometimes I, I, I totally feel you, dude. Like I, I've been there with like, certain, just like you said, certain bands, certain projects. I'm like, I want this like this, that like that, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it, sometimes, uh, you know, not everyone sees your exact vision or they, they want to put their own spin on it because they've been, you know, they've been working on their own, you know, bass lick or guitar riff or, you know, they like this melody or that style or whatever. And they might be able to bring something that's a little hotter than what you had in mind. Right. You know, actually, uh, there's a uh, we had like the, the, the biggest fight this band ever had. <laughs> Uh, was in the song on the song on our album Endless Gray. There's a part in that song where Ben, our bass player, played a note that was like it, it was a different root note from the chord I was playing. And because I had written the song, I'd written that that part. To me, it sounded really dissonant. It didn't fit like what I wanted the sound to be. And and I was like, we gotta fix this. We gotta edit this. And and Nat and Ben were like. No, I think it actually sounds cool and dissonant and adds kind of attention and I and it was like it was like a like a fight. And that was, that was something I had to let go of because I was like I knew that it was gonna be more trouble than it was worth to 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 pursue like what I wanted to do and it's just like I gotta move forward. We wanna be able to keep doing stuff and I'm not gonna let myself get caught up over something small like that, you know. So <laughs> Yeah, you got to pick which battle, you know, and choose which hill to die on. You're like, am exactly. I going to die? Am I going to die on the hill of this one bass note? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you were talking about how it was, you know, it, it became 
you know, cathartic for you to, to do this and to create with your bandmates. What is, what is the mindset of your band right now? Uh, is it still cathartic? Is it, is it passion? Is it work? Are you relieved to have this full album done? Is it still strenuous? You know, maybe it's all those things at different times, but what's the mentality of the band right now? How are you guys feeling? Uh, <laughs> uh, we just uh, we just kind of brought this up um, at a like recent band meeting, like kind of going over how we're feeling in preparation to start preparation on our next project. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah, I definitely like and like it's 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 sort of weird because it's like it it it's still it's still new. Like it's only a few months old. Um. And like it, it's it's so exciting to get it out there and get the feedback and, um, but it's like I'm always I'm I'm always like thinking ahead. Like I'm all like, like like Nat said, we're already thinking about like future projects and uh, thinking about what we want to do now. And and I would say that like our headspace right now is is kind of really embracing the the go with the flow kind of thing that uh, we mentioned earlier. I really kind of embracing just we're, we're doing a lot of writing for the future and it's just kind of just jamming and, and seeing where it takes us. And so, yeah, I was just going with the flow is kind of where we're at right now. Yeah. Right on, right on. Um, so I mean, well, yeah, I mean, you, you, you put so much time into this album. Now it's kind of like just time to ride the wave of having it done and you have it under your belt and you're like, yeah, we made this. So now you can, um, you know, I assume you're aiming to play live. I'll talk about your upcoming shows in a second here, but I assume you're aiming to play live this year. Um, what what else? What's on the horizon for this year or the near future? Or uh, what are you thinking about for for the upcoming year here? Well, as you mentioned, we have some shows coming up. Um, uh, I don't know if now is the time to plug those, but <laughs> sure, go. Yeah, let's talk uh, about those real quick. Go for it. I'm not sure what day this goes up, but. Um, as of this recording of, or as of this recording session of this Friday, March 25th, uh, we're playing at High Dive with uh, Unitaskers, uh, Spoy, and Overhand. Um, we have a show on Tuesday, April 12th at Company Brewing with Big Dopes and Maybe Hazel. And Thursday, uh, April 21st, we are playing at the world-famous X-Ray Arcade with Goldkeeper, House and Home, and Courtesy. Um, so we, we got those lined up and trying to get some more shows and we want to try and, uh, maybe play some other cities this summer. Um, maybe get a tour this summer. Uh, none of that set in stone just yet, but, uh, but yeah, um, we do, uh, we are currently working on a recording project for a, uh, our friends started a label called Cherryland Records. Um, they put out, uh, a compilation of Milwaukee artists um, earlier this year, or maybe it was last year. Um, but one of our songs is on there and they're doing another one. And we were working on a, a recording project for another compilation. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're just writing and, and um, <clears throat> coming up with probably LP too. <laughs> Hell yeah. Never too early to start into it. Hey, yeah. 
All right, let's let's talk punk rock for a second. So you get you guys are pop punk, power punk, power pop, whatever you want to call it. So what is the most punk rock thing about you guys? Does the do, uh, Nat do you chew your sticks between songs, or is uh, <laughs> is Steve throwing his guitar into the crowd at the end of the show, or w- what is the uh-huh. most punk rock thing about you? None of that. Um, Steve has a <laughs> habit of breaking strings on the first song of the set. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I guess uh, <laughs> we all. I uh, constantly get complaints from uh, front of house engineers saying that I hit too hard. <laughs> oh, you 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 hit your drums too hard. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So he wants you to tone it down for the, or he probably wants you to play at full volume for for the uh, sound check. But then you come out blaring during the show even more yet, hey? Yeah. <laughs> you get into it, you get into it. You know? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm running that whole thing. <laughs> All right. Well, what's the least punk rock thing about you guys or individually or your group? Um. Oh, man. I feel like that's a good question that I have a good answer for that is just not coming to me right now. Uh, anybody, does anybody do like, you know, do you knit or... You know, <laughs> I think Matt's mom knits. <laughs> knitting can be punk. <laughs> yeah, knitting knitting can Everything be punk. Everything can yeah. be punk if you have the right mindset behind it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. As yeah. long as you're knitting a patch on a vest, then it's punk yeah. rock. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, real quick, I don't, I don't want to take up too much time, but who did you guys come up listening to? Who are your inspirations? Because for me, I definitely detect stuff like, um, I don't know if you guys know MXPX or, you know, Good Charlotte, stuff like that. Kind of that late, mid 90s pop punk thing going on. Were you guys into, you know, Blink-182 and Bad Religion and all that stuff? Or were you, what were you listening to coming up? Or has that changed as you've, as you've grown and uh, progressed as musicians? Um, I, I would say that like I, a, a lot of my influence in my younger days was, uh, I mean, still to some extent, but like a lot of like '90s punk stuff, like Bad Religion and Rancid, and a little bit of MXPX. But I would say more than that for me personally, it's like more like '90s alternative. Like I would say, like if I had to pick one band that was like the core aesthetic point, it would be Weezer. <laughs> Um, yeah, I gathered that from your from your copycat photo that you did. <laughs> <laughs> and you did some big, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For those listening, go check out Man Randoms. Uh, go check out their photos if you know that album by Weezer. What was that album? Was it wasn't called Blue, was it? It, it was uh, it was the first self titled album that they yeah. had, which was the first. Oh. everyone calls it. <laughs> okay. Blue. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Looked uh, fairly similar. I think you even got the font the same, right? As close as I could. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> um, but no, like like stuff like Smashing Pumpkins. Um, but I would say also more recent stuff like like Jeff Rosenstock oh, is yeah. a, is a big point for us. Um, uh, specifically, Pup and uh, like Roswell Kid. Yeah. For me. Uh, well, Roswell Kids not exclusive to me but like i love roswell yeah uh yeah so who 
Who listens to the music that's furthest away from pop punk? Anybody sitting, you know, anybody sitting there listening to, you know, solo cello orchestra or, you know, I have listened to solo cello. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, got it right on the head there. (laughs) I went through a phase in high school where I was really into Cab Calloway, like the the swing jazz singer from the 40s. Okay. Uh, on, on the topic of jazz, uh, I am constantly fascinated by uh, what Mark Giuliana does uh, and his jazz quartet. Um, he was the drummer on uh, David Bowie's last record. Okay, okay. I, if, I can speak for our bass player, Ben, a little bit. I know he listens to a lot of synth stuff. Yeah. Uh, specifically, there's a band called Zombie, I believe, and a band called Calm Trues he talks about a lot. <laughs> um, there's, there's a bunch of others that I feel like I'm not representing fully, but uh, that's definitely a piece of the pie, I think. Okay. I feel like music tastes are pretty eclectic across the board. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean it all makes its way back to this band. Right. Yeah, and with the uh, population continuously increasing of people on the planet and the amount of bands that have arisen as that parabola continues to increase, I think the uh, the differences of what we like are just going to continue to increase because you're going to like what you found and your buddy's going to like what he found and I'm going to like what I found and, you know, it's going to be... It's gonna. They're all still gonna be in the same house of styles, but they're you know we're all gonna just eventually be in different rooms of the bands that we like, don't you think? Yeah, I I certainly hope that things music gets more diverse both in sound and in just like you know representation of you know identities and stuff, um, different cultures. I, I I'd like to see you know new ideas, different ideas, everyone bringing something different to the table, and those different ideas getting you know their own fair shake yeah it'll probably get more it'll probably get really diverse and then all of a sudden it'll just be completely music you know all music will be made by robots and we'll just have one (laughs) one choice (laughs) i feel like we're not too far off from that reality yeah (laughs) all right guys thank you very much for taking the time i really appreciate it is there anything else that you'd like to say before we wrap it up here um Yes, you know, please, if, if you've taken the time to listen to this, let's check out our album on Spotify, Bandcamp, whatever, have the air present tense. Uh, we're really proud of it. Um, uh, also, I will, <laughs> we did uh, earlier this year, we contributed a song for a compilation. It was a throwback to the Fat Records short music for short people. Um, it was by... Uh, uh, independent label called Beautiful Rat Records. They did a new short music for short people, basically. And we contributed a song to that compilation called uh, uh, I Firmly Believe the Hodag Exists and Will Not Be Told Otherwise. <laughs> um, and uh, all the proceeds, it's on Bandcamp. If you look up Beautiful Rat Records, short music for short people, all the proceeds of that go to, what is it, the Trans? Trans Lifeline. Trans Lifeline, so... Um, it's a charity record, so uh, definitely be cool if you check that out. And there's another uh, Milwaukee local on there. Uh, Unitaskers have a contribution to that, and Dylan from the Unitaskers has a separate contribution to that as well. Yeah. 
under the name Neckbeard Nightmare. I like that name. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Steven and Nat, thank you. You guys got merch, you got a CD, you got your cassette, a t-shirt, button pack. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Stay on the line for a second, okay? You got it. Trading Company's new men's crotchless buck naked underwear. Are you a lumberjack guy? Do you take huge shits everywhere? Get these underwear now so you can say to those trees, buck you. What's more natural than twigs and berries flopping around in the wind on a sunny day in the forest? Nothing. That's what new men's crotchless buck naked underwear support. Nothing. Flop around free like the great Alaskan salmon, just the way nature intended. Yeah, I remember my first underwear too, but my memory is slowly fading thanks to new buck naked underwear. All it is is a strap. Duluth Trading Company's new men's crotchless buck naked underwear. Buck yeah. Also, drive a Ford F-150 Super Duty today. Welcome to Keep Em or Kill Em, the segment where we go through a list of celebrities and decide whether to keep them or kill them. Today, it's a special edition of Keep Em or Kill Em. We've got Nat and Steven from Man Random playing. So we're gonna check out celebrities that start with the letter H. Let's begin. All right, Steven and Nat, are you guys ready? Sure, yeah. yeah. Excellent. Sorry, my computer froze. Give me one second. I'll edit that out. <laughs> or maybe I won't. <laughs> well, go with the flow, man. Go with the flow. Go with the flow. We're, I still got a frozen computer here. We'll see what happens. Okay, here we go. First celebrity, Nat and Steven. Whichever one of you wants to chime in on this one, feel free. Go ahead. First celebrity is Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. He is famous for being a film and theater personality, as well as an actor and photographer. Born April 4th, 1979, Sunshine Aries, and he died January 22nd, 2008. He's from Perth, Australia. What do you think? Heath Ledger, keep him or kill him? Bring him back, keep him. Yeah. Bring him back, unanimous from both you guys. You like him? Did you like him as a Joker? Oh yeah, 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 he was a great actor. Yeah, gone too soon. Absolutely. What about in the, what's the, what was that? The medieval little family comedy. He did. Knight's uh, Tale. Tale. Wasn't that charming? That was a good movie, yeah. That movie's a lot of fun. That was nice, yeah. Okay, so we're bringing him back. Bringing Heath Ledger back. All right, next celebrity on Keep Him or Kill Him, Haley Steinfeld. She is a film and theater personality, actress and singer, born December 11th, 1996, Sagittarius. She's born in LA, and her height is five foot eight. Do you know who this is, Haley Steinfeld? I've heard the name, but I can't. I, I'm not. I, I'm not bringing. Is there like an IMDb? Like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was in. Uh, I think she was in Pitch Perfect. Did you ever see those Pitch Perfect movies? I saw 
the first one. That was fun. Yeah. I, she's a white girl, brown hair, brown, kind of little, little chubbier face, brown uh, eyebrows. Yeah. Oh, was she, is she in Hawkeye? Yeah, I don't think I saw that one. Well, if she's the Hawkeye. We can we can keep her. Okay, keeping her. Oh, she does the voice of uh, Gwen from uh, Spider Verse. Oh hell yeah! yeah definitely keep, keep. Definitely keep. Okay, keeping her. Keeping her. Excellent. All right. Okay, who do we got next here? Halle Berry. Halle Berry, film and theater Halle personality. Halle. Oh, unanimous. Boom. Halle yeah. Berry, we're <laughs> keeping you. <ya. laughs> Is it because of her accredited work in Swordfish with John Travolta? Is that why? Uh, I actually uh, think her best work was in, I believe it was Die Another Day, the James Bond film. Oh. Uh, <laughs> when was that one? When did that one come out? Was that with I Pierce Brosnan? The last, the last Pierce Brosnan one that like most people don't like because uh, it's really cheesy, which is why I like it. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> That was the first thing that came to my mind, other than Catwoman, which, you know what, has its charms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next on Keep Him or Kill Him, we got Hilary Duff, film and theater personality, born September 28th, 1987. She's a Libra from Houston, Texas, five foot two. She's five foot two. What do you think about Hilary Duff? I ain't got no beef with Hillary Duff. Yeah. We can, we can keep Hillary Duff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're going to keep her. Hillary Duff, we're keeping you. <laughs> I don't know. What was that? Sorry. What's Heath Ledger's height? Heath Ledger's height. Let's check that out. Let me see if I can grab that real quick. 6'1. 6'1. I don't know. Taller than I expected. Yeah. Not pr pretty average for a uh, Australian male, I'm guessing. Although probably not not an Aboriginal, I think Aboriginals are generally generally shorter, if I'm not mistaken. I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, let's see who we got next. Uh, Harry Houdini. Harry Houdini, famous as an illusionist, born March 24th, 1874, sun sign Aries from Budapest, Hungary, died October 31st, 1926. What do you think about Harry Houdini? Well, I'm right. He has a connection to Milwaukee, and I will keep anyone who has a connection <laughs> to Milwaukee. Hell okay. Yeah. All right. There you go. Do you happen to bring remember what it is at all? Oh, we're going to bring him back. We're reviving him. Yep. Excellent. Yeah, I wonder what his connection to Milwaukee is. I think he was like, he like grew up in like Appleton or something. Oh, wow. Interesting. I'm going to have to check that out. All right, next, we'll do a couple more here. One or two more here. Let's do two more. Uh, Hulk Hogan, famous as a sports person. Keep him? Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. We're keeping you, brother. <laughs> Can you guess his age? Uh, uh, I would guess 71. I'm going to say 68. It looks like... Oh boy, I gotta do a little math here. Born in 53, so that would be... That would be 69, I think. Nice! <laughs> it's a great well, age. Jeff, you win that. <laughs> All right, one more here. Last celebrity on Keep Him or Kill Him. Thanks again to Man Random for 
for playing along here. Final, final celebrity to keep, kill, bring back, or keep dead. Hank Williams, famous as a singer-songwriter, born in 1923, Sunshine Virgo, from Mount Olive, Alabama. Died January 1st, 1953. Died on New Year's Day, 1953. How do you feel about Hank Williams? Bring him back. Bring him back. Bring him back. He's kind of like he's kind of like one of the godfathers of, of, of country, eh? He's like the, the old outlaw country guys, right? Or am I getting them mixed up with someone else? No, uh, well, maybe Hank Williams Jr. was more of kind of oh, like that, that outlaw style, right? Yeah. I think so, yeah, but hey, Hank Williams, godfather of country, we'll say. Yeah, yeah. keep him. Keep him, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, please thank Man Random if you see him around town for participating in this silly little game, and we'll be back with more local chords in just a minute. You've heard of email. You've heard of Peyronie's disease. Now, you'll hear about some events. That's right, everybody. On each podcast, we'll tell you about some live music in the area and possibly beyond that's happening this weekend. Let's check out what is happening this weekend for live music. We got Milwaukee Music Night 27 this Saturday, 7 p.m. at Lineman's River West Inn in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Performing there is going to be... How do you say this name here? T-L-A-L-O-K. Tlaloc. Tlaloc. Tlaloc Rodriguez. Midnight Hound. And Brian Cherry Band couple good groups there. Doors open at 7 p.m. Music begins at 7.30 p.m. That is this Saturday at 7 p.m. Eli Brown at the Miramar Theater this Saturday, 9 p.m. Jessica is going. So if you want to see Jessica, get on down to the Eli Brown show at the Miramar Theater. (laughs) Okay, uh, live music by The Fog. Saturday, 8 p.m. at Kochanski's Concertina Beer Hall. Kochanski's? Yes, that's right, Mark. Kochanski's. Oh, hey, Drowning Pool and Il Nino with their Brother in Arms tour at the Rave Saturday, 7 p.m. Let the bodies hit the floor! We got Yak's Escape Room Dubstep Edition online event Friday, March 25th through 26. So party all night while standing in front of your computer watching this show. What else we got here? Girl in Red at the Rave Sunday 8pm. Pier Gint Pier Gint? Pier Gint Gint Nice Gint Pier Gint G-Y-N-T Friday March 25th 7.30 at the Bradley Symphony Center Jimmy Vaughn at Turner Hall Ballroom, Saturday, 8 p.m. Church of Cash, Johnny Cash Tribute Show at Shank Hall, Saturday, 8 p.m. Actually, I'm going to go to that, probably. I've seen them. They're awesome. 
the the dude rocks it. He is Johnny Cash. I mean, these, that is a great show. Church of Cash, Saturday, 8 p.m. at Shank Hall on Farwell in Milwaukee. An evening with Clap Your Hands, Say Yeah at the Back Room at Collectivo, Saturday, 8 p.m. I'm guessing Clap Your Hands, Say Yeah is the band name? Yeah, that's probably what it is. Okay. Sat Sang at the Back Room Collectivo, Sunday, 8 p.m. The Final Jam at Nicole's Third Ward Social. Saturday, 3 p.m. Uh-oh, we got an early show. That means we got an all-day fest thing. Yep, 3 to 10 p.m. Nicole's Third Ward, uh, Third Ward Social, 333 North Broadway in Milwaukee. Let's see who's playing. It says, join us for the final jam at our Third Ward location. Music starts at 3 p.m., goes till 10 p.m., featuring a wide range of talented musicians. Okay, performers, we got Music in the Round featuring Brecken Miles, Christy Cross, and Mark Mulch, Anja Elise, Lucy Chamberlain, 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 Sean Hang, Roxy Bean, and Nate Sherell, 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 Sherell. I've been meaning to get over there to Nicole's Third Ward Social. Scotch and Soda performing Saturday, 7 p.m. at the Brewtown Eatery. Los Tigres del Norte uh, performing Saturday, 7 p.m. at the Miller High Life Theater. BMTB with So It Goes with Alternative Radio with Melisan Bremen Cafe, Sunday, 9 p.m. Roxy Bean mentioned that. Zoso, the ultimate Led Zeppelin experience at the Northern Lights Theater in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Saturday, 8 p.m. The Barbecue and Blues is happening again, presented by Bullet Bourbon. Music by The Incorruptibles at Motor Bar and Restaurant, Saturday, 5 p.m. Let's get one more in here. The Ann Davis Group performing at the Jazz Estate Saturday, 7 p.m. Okay, everybody, there is your list of upcoming shows this weekend. If you'd like us to announce your live music event on next week's podcast, email us at localchords1 at gmail.com. Well, all you cordies out there, I know, I know. It's the end of the show. It's the end of the show. Go see some live music this weekend, and remember to follow man random and buy everything they got buy that new album that came out in september if you haven't heard it go on and get it signing off i'm mark thanks again for listening if you enjoy our little podcast here feel free to share it on any platform or tell your neighbor or your mailman about it they'll be glad you did from a weird and now cold march where it was 60 degrees the other day but now we are just gonna barrel right through the rest of these 30 degree days you've just enjoyed Another installment of
Hell yeah, brother. <laughs>